Good morning, I'm David Gassaway, and on this Talk Around Town, I'm here with Officer Parker Whipple of our Homeless Intervention Team, and we're here today to talk about HIT. Good morning, Parker. Good morning. How are you doing today? Very well. How are you? I'm excellent. If you could tell us a little bit about uh, what does the Homeless Intervention Team do? Absolutely. So the Homeless Intervention Team is a team comprised of police officers, one sergeant, a lieutenant, a community service officer, and a social service coordinator. And what we do is we uh, assist the public by responding to calls for service that have to do with homelessness all around town and addressing the needs of the public as it relates to homelessness and trying to find solutions for uh, those that are experiencing homelessness. About when was the HIT team formed and why? The HIT team was actually formed in the late 2010s. Okay. And that was formed by our now chief, Dan Marshall, and, and comprised of originally two officers. We're now up to a squad of eight officers, a CSO, and a social services coordinator. Why not just respond to those calls for services with you know patrol officers? Why have a special team dedicated to HIT? So that's a great question. Uh, the reason being because addressing homelessness, it can be done by patrol officers. However, in order to reduce the number of calls and address the specific needs of homelessness, it takes a little bit more knowledge and a little bit more coordination and occasionally some more time uh, to address each individual issue that comes up. Uh, some of the additional training that comes up and coordination with some of these social services, nonprofits in the area. All of that makes a big difference in whether or not somebody's going to cause a return call for service or continue to cause a problem within the community. Okay, a lot more sort of hand-holding coordination with the individuals that you're responding to as opposed to typical patrol calls for service. We found that it certainly helps when you do have that uh, ability to provide some compassion and address some of the special needs that may be unique to that situation that a patrol officer may not have the average time to give. Yeah, okay. Um, now you mentioned service providers. So do you guys work hand in hand with some of the nonprofits that offer sheltering services or uh, other social services? Absolutely. We work with various nonprofit organizations and uh, governmental agencies that are outside the region, anywhere from solutions like Community Action North Bay or Change in New Beginnings, okay. as they're now known, to Shelter Incorporated, which runs Shelter Solano here, which uh, we have at least 15 beds uh, that are usually full. If not, we try to fill them on a, on a daily basis. Okay. As you interact with folks that are unfortunately living on the streets, if we have sheltering capacity, then you, you try to connect them directly into those services. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's one of the big parts of being able to provide some of those special training and experience mm -hmm. is to be familiar with and be knowledgeable about the services that are available to the homelessness and the homeless population within the community so that we can offer them those services and speak to those services as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I know, you know, within the city, we've got a, a few different functions. So what differentiates hit from the homeless service division or from our uh, homeless engagement and response team and public works? 
Uh, specifically, we're the boots on the ground. We're actually out there responding to calls, addressing the needs of the community as a whole, and also trying to create a solution for that individual that is viewed as causing a problem mm -hmm. within the community, or maybe just experiencing a mental health crisis, mm -hmm. so that we can link them with the proper resources that are available to them. The Homeless Services Division, we work closely with them, and they work more on the administrative side of things, assist us out in the field when we're looking to find additional beds or when we have resources that might require a little more processing, a little mm -hmm. more administrative review. And then you coordinate with the HART team in Public Works? Yes, absolutely. The HART team is invaluable. We couldn't do what we do without them doing what they do. Okay. Uh, the HART team is the Homeless Engagement and Response Team. Mm -hmm. And they go out and we post camps for cleanup and we, by law, are required to give a 72-hour notice to those individuals who have camps on public property. And when we post those camps for cleanup, they have 72 hours to gather their belongings, that which they want, go elsewhere so that we can effectively clean the area. Mm. And that's when Hart steps in. Hart will come out, will provide safety and security for them and anyone else nearby, make sure that they can do their jobs effectively. Uh, then the heart team will actually come out and clean up the area of any remaining debris or belongings or trash. Okay, you said that you post the camp. So a resident sees an encampment and they place a call into the police department and say, hey, I see a homeless encampment over here. Why can't you just go out and clean that up right then? Why do you have to give a 72 hour notice? Well, that's based on the Boise decision. So in 2015, a group in Boise was sued for not posting and not having available services to provide for someone in the event that they had a tent that they had to leave and didn't have somewhere else to go. That applies specifically to public property. So the Boise decision affects everyone nationwide and everyone is required to give 72-hour notice to someone who's living on public property if they're being asked to leave. So in effect, if we don't have services specifically to offer to them, then like an eviction notice, we have to say, hey, you know, here's your 72 hours, um, you need to leave. Exactly. Okay. Uh, how is the typical day of a HIT officer different than say the typical day of a patrol officer? Well, at HIT, what we try to do is add a little bit more time to the calls than the average patrol officer has the ability to give. Some of these calls, like we've talked about, uh, they tend to take a little more of a nuanced approach and we're able to give that with the homeless intervention team. On average, what we'll do is we'll respond to calls for service uh, that have a nexus to homelessness, uh, taking that away from the patrol side of things, and then we can engage the individual or individuals that are creating an issue for the citizen. Uh, when we're not responding to calls, we try to be proactive and address some of the homelessness or some of the blight within the community so that we can prevent that call from becoming a call for service. Okay, that's wonderful. Now, do you guys reach out? Do you interface or work with the business community at all? Because I know, you know, often people have concern for folks that are living on the streets might be impacting, you know, their parking lot or the front door of their business. Absolutely. So one of the things we do is because the law can be so particularly nuanced and a little challenging to learn. We will work with business owners and some of the property owners to inform them about what their rights are 
as a business owner, specifically as it applies to the law within Fairfield or California state law, because a lot of people don't know that a lot of the laws have changed. Things aren't the way that they were 10, 15 years ago. You used to be able to just call the police and the police would handle the issue. Now the situation is a little bit different and we try to work with business owners and residents to ensure that they're familiar with what their rights are, but also with what the rights of the homeless population, what their rights are as well. Okay, so if a business owner or a homeowner, if they wanted more information, is there some place they can go in order to find more information? The best place to contact would probably be as a business owner to start with the Homeless Services Division, uh, city manager's office. And second to that, if they had a referral, say they have a homeless individual and they have some questions about helping them, they could contact either Homeless Services Division or our office, uh, the HIT team. Okay. And they can best contact them or the homeless intervention team by calling dispatch non-emergency number if it's not an emergency. Okay. If it is an emergency, however, of course, call 911. Uh, I certainly always encourage folks to use our My Fairfield CA app, particularly when it comes to reporting homeless encampments, because I know that that gives you all good data, it gives you the geolocation data, GPS data on that. And so please also, if you haven't downloaded the My Fairfield CA app, please do so. Another great way in order to let our homeless intervention team uh, know if there's problems out there that need addressing, and then they can respond to that. All right, well, Parker, as we sort of wrap up here, anything else very important that we should know about uh, homeless intervention team. And one thing to address is that does come up is we're here for all of you. We're here for the community. We're here for the civil servants. We're here for everyone working in this community to make this community better. And we want to address those issues that you have and ensure that everyone is educated about their own rights because that is one of the things that we do. We don't have an unlimited blanket of power. We can't fix every problem. However, we're gonna try our best to make sure that we do everything we can within our power to address each situation and handle it appropriately. Parker, really appreciate it. For another Talk Around Town, I'm David Gassaway. We'll see you next time. To view more programs like this, follow the City of Fairfield on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.